0: Welcome, My Bible Works Tribe, to the My Bible Works Podcast. I am your host and mentor, Cub Cooker. Now, today we have an epic episode. If you've ever wondered what astrology means to the Bible-believing Christian, you're in the right place because today we're not going to be afraid of the subject and run from it. We're going to run straight at it, try to understand it, look at why God wants us to look in a different direction, And I promise you we're gonna find some surprises today. You don't wanna miss watching all the way till the end. Welcome to the mybible.works podcast. I'm your host, Cub Cooker. In this tribe, we believe God reveals secrets to us and we expect spiritual treasure. The kingdom of God is in our midst, inside us and around us. We are thankful to have been given much and know we will receive even more. We renew our minds daily through scripture and the power of prayer. We manifest our faith through thought, emotion, prayer, and action. We believe the word of God is highly effective and sharper than any sword. Welcome and smash that subscribe button. All right. Welcome back everyone. Diving in like we always do. If you're brand new here, I just want to welcome you each and every day here on the, my Bible works podcast. I dive into the Bible with this community. Now I'm not a Bible expert or a scholar or anything like that. I'm just a guy that loves the Bible and wants to learn more about the secrets that it holds for our life today. Because I believe that what a lot of us have been told growing up and through the organizations of the Bible have not necessarily been true or been partial truths. So I propose every day on this show that we look at the Bible for what it is, that we believe it as a whole truth, both literal and spiritual, both for the past and for the present and for the future. And that's exactly the premise we go on here on the show. So we're gonna to start today with Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12 in the Christian Standard Bible regarding occult practices versus prophetic revelation we're going to have a full episode on this coming up in this series. But for today, again, we're diving into astrology and tomorrow we're going to look at astronomy, what the difference is and why you want to use one over the other. So we're going to look at that today. When you enter the land of the Lord, your God is giving you, do not imitate the detestable customs of those nations. No one among you is to sacrifice his son or daughter in the fire. Practice divination, tell fortunes, interpret omens, practice sorcery, cast spells, consult a medium or spiritist, or inquire of the dead. Everyone who does these acts is detestable to the Lord, and the Lord your God is driving out the nations before you because of these detestable acts. So we can look at this in Deuteronomy and see what God was saying to his people. You can tell that God has a heart against these type of practices. And it's very easy for us to say as modern day Christians or believers or whatever you consider yourself, that we should just stay away from this. We should ignore it. We should never even look at it but i propose that we know it we understand it and we see why people fall into these traps and even the modern uh movements of new age christianity that they delve into this and they mix it together and that it's like oil and water it doesn't work and i think one of the crazy things is is we see that these things with astrology actually do manifest some results and do manifest some Uh, some signs and some wonders but those aren't the signs and wonders god wants us to have and we saw yesterday uh, how people are getting worn out worn out with these beliefs and these uh divinations that they were performing to try and see the future to try and get ahead we talked about king nebuchadnezzar and him building the tower upon the rubble of the tower of babel and how he painted the different levels after the different planets And it was essentially a astrology temple with uh, an observatory on top. And so we're looking at him today and we're going to dive even more in. This is the New Age Christianity study that we're going through, spirituality and Yeshua. So we're going to look at what Jesus really believed and how he really walked and how all of these mystical things tie in with what his message was. We're going to look at astrology versus astronomy And so yesterday was kind of the introduction to all of this. And we talked about the sons of God in Genesis six. Today, we're gonna talk about astrology. And then tomorrow we're gonna get into astronomy. And this will be a multi-week series because there is a ton of stuff to get into. In the weeks ahead, we're gonna be talking about vibes versus vibrations. Then we're gonna talk about numerology versus gematria. Then we're gonna talk about psychics versus prophets and angelology versus messengers. And then finally, religion versus spirituality, wrapping up with the message of Yeshua or Jesus Christ and what he came to share with us and set us free from and the edge that he actually gives us that we don't ever look at. We think we're sinful and thank God for Jesus, yet, I believe his message was so much more powerful and so much deeper than just this mere setting free from sin that we are actually stepping into a power. And that is why God really detests some of the things we're going to talk about today. James four, six in the ESV, but he gives more grace. Therefore it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Now, as we get into this session uh, we call these sessions they're not lessons i'm not a teacher here teaching i'm a mentor as we just join hands and walk through this together so we're going to have a session where we meditate on god's word so notice the backgrounds you're going to see all of these astrological astrology zodiac signs in the background that is not me condoning these practices That is me wanting to expose why God wants to point us in a different direction, and why that direction is infinitely more powerful. This is not your church lesson on stay away. This is a spiritual lesson on where do we find the power that we're seeking in these false idols. So, hold this verse in your heart as we go through this. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. We ended yesterday with Daniel 2, 17-20 in the Christian Standard Bible. Then Daniel went to his house and told his friends, Hanaya, Mishael, and Azariah, about the matter, urging them to ask the God of the heavens for mercy concerning this mystery. So Daniel and his friends would not be destroyed with the rest of the Babylon's wise men. The mystery was then revealed to Daniel in a vision at night, and Daniel praised God of the heavens and declared, May the name of God be praised forever and ever, for wisdom and power belong to him. He changes the times and seasons. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals the deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. I offer thanks and praise to you, God of my ancestors, because you have given me wisdom and power. And now that you let me know what we asked of you, for you have let us know the King's mystery. Now this verse is a pivotal verse as we get into Daniel, and we're going to skip through it here just to see some of the main events and show you and show me and all of us what astrology is really about and why it goes against this very prayer that Daniel said. Daniel was not casting stones or looking to the stars for some zodiac sign or some mystical divination of the king's dream, but rather he looked to the God of ages. He looked to the God of Israel. He looked to Yahweh to reveal to him wisdom, knowledge and understanding and deep and hidden things. And if you listen to our opening on this very podcast, we say that we believe God shows us secrets. And that's exactly what I'm talking about here. The deep and hidden things that we don't have to go to these astrological signs. Uh, As cool as they might seem, that there is a system for figuring things out. What a beautiful thing that we can actually have a relationship with the God of the universe and that he can directly implant in us his prophetic words, his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding and we can see and know things and see patterns without having to look at creation for the patterns we can see the patterns in creation and god can reveal the meaning to us directly so that's what we're getting into now we know that king nebuchadnezzar had been having all these dreams he called in all of his court councils the astrologers the magicians the diviners the necromancers uh, consulting the dead, and you know they're trying to figure out these dreams that Nebuchadnezzar's having because they're keeping him up at night. The man is not sleeping well, and so he's calling everyone in. He, he then decided that okay, he's just going to kill him if they can't uh, answer his dream. And so he called Daniel and his buddies in, and he wanted the dream answered by them. Um, Daniel says, "Well, let us go home and and dwell on this and pray on this." and ask the Lord for an answer. And then the next day, Daniel has the answer. So Daniel 3, 14 through 15, Nebuchadnezzar asked them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, is it true that you don't serve my gods or worship the gold statue I have set up? Now, if you're ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, drum, and every kind of music, fall down and worship the statue I made. But if you don't worship it, You will immediately be thrown into a furnace of blazing fire and who is the god who can rescue you from my power so nebuchadnezzar is literally challenging the god of ages challenging yahweh there's my dog groaning right now he's agreeing with this he's literally challenging and saying what god can stand against my god against my power he's built a gold statue And I don't believe that these statues were without power. I believe that other gods literally dwelled in them. And so I always approach the Bible as it's a story of not just one God, but other gods and his battle against them. We have boiled it down to angels and demons in our popular modern theology. When really you look at it, you see other Elohim, you see uh, other sons of God. You see messengers and you see watchers. We have an entire heavenly host that we're dealing with and not all of them. We know that a third of heaven desired to be worshiped along with Lucifer. And so, uh, that spirit is present, I believe in other things. And so when people worship other things and receive from them power, I believe that they're getting that from another entity and that is part of why God is so upset with things like this is because they can give us answers but they're not giving us the truth and they're not giving us the answers the guidance and the relationship that God desires for his kids Daniel 4 1 through 3 in the CSB Nebuchadnezzar's proclamation King Nebuchadnezzar To those of every people nation and language who live on the whole earth may your prosperity increase i am pleased to tell you about the miracles and the wonders of the most high god has done for me how great are his miracles and how mighty his wonders his kingdom is eternal is an eternal kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation so we see in this last verse that um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they don't want to worship his statue. We know from the story that they get thrown in the furnace and they don't burn. Uh, Not a hair on their head is touched. The fire just wafts around them and God divinely saves them. Nebuchadnezzar sees that, he decides, okay, I'm gonna worship God now. He starts praising God And then we get into more dreams and more of Nebuchadnezzar's selfishness, idolatry towards his idols and himself. And so now we're moving into Daniel 4, 4 through 7. I highly recommend you guys, if you're into this type of thing, if you've watched this far so far, uh, go and read the entire book of Daniel because it is very revealing about this entire subject we're talking about. Uh, again, I'm just, for time's sake, having to jump around here. Daniel 4, 4-7, the dream. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at ease in my house and flourishing in my palace. I had a dream and it frightened me. While in my bed, the images and visions in my mind alarmed me. So I issued a decree to bring all the wise men of Babylon to me in order that they might make the dream's interpretation known to me. When the magicians, medians chaldeans and diviners came in i told them the dream but they could not make its interpretation known to me so he has another dream that was his um he's got the dream he's frightened he's in bed he's calling in all of uh, his mediums again here then we get into daniel 4 13 through 14 as i was lying in my bed i also saw the visions of my mind a watcher a holy one coming down from heaven he called out loudly so here we are dealing with a watcher again as we discussed in the book of enoch or the sons of god and so we know that these sons of god assist god in carrying out his decrees um and so he he sees this watcher and uh, it's coming down from heaven and calling out loudly and then the watcher says let his mind be changed from that of a human and let him be given the mind of an animal for seven periods of time this word is by decree of the watchers and the decision is by command from the holy ones this is so that the living will know that the most high is ruler over human kingdoms He gives them to anyone he wants and sets the lowliest of people over them. Again, guys, dealing with the watchers here, I am obsessed with this stuff because we start to see that all of this astrology stuff and uh, everything else we're gonna talk about through this series, there's a godly side of this coin that we can look to. And I'm gonna share that as we talk about astronomy tomorrow. I'm gonna share why astronomy is much, much, much different than astrology, and how um, by using that, we can see patterns and seasons, and we can see how markets move, we can see how powers on the earth get moved around, we can look to God's creation and glorify Him through it, versus looking to the creation to glorify the creation, to get answers from the creation, which I believe we interact with other entities when we do that. So Daniel 4, 37, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar praise, exalt and glorify the king of the heavens because all his works are true and his ways are just. He is able to humble those who walk in pride. Okay, so we see Nebuchadnezzar, he's going back and forth all the time between exalting himself and exalting God, then exalting himself and his gods, and then exalting god and so he's back and forth the whole time just flip-flopping and i just to me this was revealed something in me that how many times do i flip-flop between exalting myself my gods and the things that i want to work in my life and actually exalting god just a good question for all of us deuteronomy 419 in the christian standard bible When you look to the heavens and see the sun, moon, and the stars, all the stars of the sky, not be led astray to bow in worship to them and serve them. The Lord your God has provided them for all people everywhere under heaven. And tomorrow we're going to get into that very subject and how the sun, the moon, the stars, the heavens are all wound like a beautiful clock. And then we can look at them to maybe tell time with to tell seasons, to tell signs with, without worshiping them and divining by them. There's a big, big difference. And I wanna teach you, I wanna teach myself how we can do that in a godly way that still brings us closer to God, to Yahweh, to the God of Israel, to the God of our lives. And so this is a beautiful, beautiful study we're in right now. Again, don't be afraid of this stuff, guys. We have to understand it. We have to understand why we're supposed to avoid it. We have to understand what we can do to help others when they fall into it. So I wanted to go back to Daniel 4:37. Nebuchadnezzar, this is after he's been in the wilderness for a period of what was most likely seven years. It says seven periods of time. And then he's praising God. He comes back to his senses. We see in another verse before this, where he's in the wilderness, and uh, we see much like John the Baptist lived in the wilderness and he was eating honey and living with the animals, that Nebuchadnezzar is doing the same thing, but he's been pushed out of his kingdom. He's been taken down to the lowliest place. He's been humbled. And that's a key to what this entire series is talking about. James 4, 13 through 17 in the English Standard Version, boasting about tomorrow come now you who say tomorrow or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make profit yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring what is your life for you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes instead you ought to say if the lord wills we will live and do this or that As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. And I put in the background the Zodiac Clock here because I think it's important to understand that when we look to that, we are participating in this arrogance. The very arrogance that King Nebuchadnezzar was participating in. And we saw in yesterday's episode how he was saying that he is exalted, that he is high, that he is mighty, that he has built the city and the tower by his hands. And we see that God humbled him. So could we take it upon ourselves at first to humble ourselves, to honor God by looking at his creation, not to it, and develop a relationship with him that actually divines us answers by the one originator of divinity, himself, the great I am. So, wrapping up today's episode, New Age Christianity, it's roots in our lives, and just like roots grow down, I think we as a church, and we as the church, we can either just cut these roots out and kill the tree, or we can look at where they're growing and going And try to direct ourselves in a way that gets us to the fountainhead gets us to god gets us to yahweh in a way that we connect with him so deeply that he tells us secrets that we can know things that others only wish to know that we have intuition that we can see signs and patterns in creation without divining from creation. To divine from creation is to interact in an intimate way with creation versus using creation and subduing it, as we are called to do in Genesis, as a means to worship God. So what signs do you look to and are you tempted to worship them? Are we willing to worship God and use his signs rather than use God and worship signs? Are we trying to build our own towers of understanding rather than marvel and awe in the presence and creation of God? Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Fantastic lesson today. I believe that this stuff uh, deserves a second look, whether you're a new Christian, a new believer, uh, or you've believed your whole life. Maybe you're just dipping your toe into What is this whole Bible thing about? Uh, Maybe you uh, don't really feel comfortable going into a church, or maybe you've been burned at church before. I think we've all had those experiences, and that's exactly why we have this ministry and have this community. It's a completely open-minded community. We are here to share ideas, look at what God's Word actually says, and apply it to our life. That's why My Bible Works works. And that's why your Bible works. I love you guys. Be sure and hit the subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up, make a comment. That is the biggest way you can help this channel grow. Share it with a friend. Obviously that subscription tells YouTube here, uh, and the algorithms over on Apple podcasts and Spotify and wherever you're listening or watching this, that you like it. And that helps. That helps us grow immensely, helps us spend less in ads, And grow more organically that's the biggest way you can help this ministry if you do want to help support it you can go and join at a small monthly fee over on our platform at mybible.works you can join for free over there there's no fee to join for free and be a part of an awesome growing grassroots community that loves the bible loves each other and most of all loves watching the bible work in our lives I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. And I'll see you tomorrow. We've got an awesome one tomorrow about astronomy. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace tribe. If you enjoyed that episode, be sure and hit that subscribe button. That's the best way you can support us here on the channel. If you love growing in love and finding out more about God in the heavenly realms, then head over to mybible.works and engage in our free community. Let's grow in truth together.